the special uh, central committee met this week, and it's resolved on a number of things. There were a range of issues that we were meeting around. We were also meeting around preparations for Congress um, and also just ensuring that we're ready to uh, host the National Congress that's going to take place in the Western Cape. Um, but also at the same time, the special CC also took time to um, look at issues in relation to the conduct of the second deputy president, Comrade Ruth Nkokotse. They felt that she had undermined the unity of the organization and defined herself outside of the collective leadership of the NLB. And as such, the Special Central Committee then took a decision to place the second deputy president under suspension pending a disciplinary process. Now, there are sentiments uh, from Ntlokotse that uh, she may have been suspended because she sided with the SAFTU General Secretary Zuelanzima Vavi's faction, which emerged victorious by taking four of the top positions that were contested. Uh, do you concur with that assessment or not? I think it's very important that, um, first of all, I need to just be very clear that the guiding principles that guide us as members of NUNSA is that we have to respect the internal processes of the organization, number one. Number two, we also have to submit ourselves to the democratic decisions that are taken by constitutional structures. Mm -hmm. And it would be completely wrong for me to have a tit-for-tat and a debate on this platform with you about what she did or did not do. The correct thing that all NUMSA members should do when faced with such a situation is to engage in the democratic processes and not to go out in the media and slander the name of the organization. And I think I don't want to participate in that. And um, so mm -hmm. I will just respectfully yes. request that we allow the NUMSA processes to take their course um, so that uh, we can ensure that uh, all those who are implicated in any kind of misconduct are given a fair opportunity to defend themselves in a proper structure. Let's uh, move on to other labor issues. On the wage negotiation front, you are demanding a 20% wage hike in the automotive sector. Uh, how did you arrive at that figure of 20% and, and what is the employer offering? Our demands are motivated by the genuine and real suffering of workers in the auto sector who for the last two years have not had an increase. And what we've seen is that whilst workers have not had an increase, and they've not had an increase in the last two years, because the argument that was given was that uh, there was a uh, COVID-19 lockdown and it had a major impact on the economy. So workers were encouraged to make sacrifices in order to benefit the, the company. But what we've seen is that whilst workers took a hit, um, suffered uh, a lot in terms of uh, uh, financially, the OEMs themselves, the automotive companies, have benefited hugely in terms of the profits that they've reached in the last two years. And so we think that um, it is time for them to give back. We do not think that uh, demanding a double-digit increase is too much, considering how, how much profits that they have made. Um, as NIMSA, we, we really do believe that the working class does deserve a meaningful increase. Um, it is our philosophy for us to fight for a living wage, and for us, a living wage is defined as a wage that can support human life from birth until death. 
um, this notion that we exist under in this country, where we think it is normal um, to uh, give workers, especially uh, black workers, um, very, very low wages, is because we come from a past of racism and, and apartheid where we've normalized mm. such thinking. No. And, um, and, and, and I don't have to tell you, Elvis, I'm sure you get a lot of calls every day where people are telling you about how much they're struggling with the cost of yes. food, with the fuel price, and, and our members are, are struggling too. Mm-hmm. So we are demanding a double-digit or a 20% increase to deal with the with the struggles that workers yeah. are actually engaging with on a day-to-day basis. Now, if your demands are not met, you've threatened a possible strike. How serious should the employer take this threat, and what impact will that strike have on the sector? Look, we don't. We definitely do uh, have the right to exercise the right to strike, and we would urge employers in the auto sector to engage with us and to, to assist us to find a meaningful way to resolve this round of wage talks. We don't want to have to go on strike because, as you know, Elvis, workers pay for a strike by giving up their wages, and it would only be a, a, an action of last resort. However, um, we, we would urge employers not to push us into that corner. Last year, the um, employers in the steel sector did so, and unfortunately, we had a three-week strike which shut down the entire engineering sector. Now, we don't want to have to repeat that in auto. Uh, we really would prefer to resolve this through negotiations. We this year have managed to resolve a lot of wage talks through negotiations. Um, earlier in the year, if you recall, Elvis, we were supposed to uh, go on strike in the bus sector, but thankfully, the employers came to their senses and offered a meaningful increase. And we hope that this time we can achieve the same results. Now, we will speak to the United Taxi Association front, uh, which is threatening a national shutdown of taxi services over fuel prices. Where does NUMSA stand on such an issue, and will you support uh, such a, 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 a national sh- uh, shutdown of the taxi services? Well, our position is absolutely we need very radical intervention on the issue of the fuel price. We do think that government is not doing not nearly enough to cushion ordinary workers and their families from the impact of, of the fuel price. These, these, are such, these are situations which we are not controlling as ordinary South Africans. It's as a result of, uh, as you know, of the impact of the war in Ukraine and other factors that we, that we as ordinary mm-hmm. uh, men and women do not control. So why is it that we should uh, bear the full brunt of the impact of, mm-hmm. of this um, turn of events? Mm-hmm. So we absolutely support any moves by any progressive organization to uh, really deal with issues that affect the working class.